Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, J.C. John Coleman. And that is the last time we will say that intro in the studio. That is the last time, Allegedly. unless something catastrophic happens, John. Okay. You and I are going to go from... from Recording at two six nine nine. Don't Lee give Rogan out the damn in Winter Park. Jesus. Well, don't. I, well, good. You I don't even know the Lake Mary address. Yeah, me neither do I. Yeah, we're gonna move about three exits up on Interstate Four. We call that I Four if you're in Central Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna be shooting out of our studio. Yeah, more country bougie for me. It is gonna be fantastic. Maybe it's a little bit closer for, of a drive. Yeah, it you? is for me. Yeah, because I can hop over right forty six. I don't have to drive. Yeah, there yeah. is no short way to get here, Dustin. Well, you from you chose to live out in forty eight minutes. You made that choice, and you made that choice four years ago to come take this interview. Had I and known the way, then, had, your, thank you. Your previous employer mm-hmm. was forty eight minutes away. It, that's different, though. You had so many opportunities. To move closer, and you chose not to. I mean, like sounds like a you problem, John. No rebuttal there. That sounds like a you problem. No rebuttal there. Fifteen years later. So now that we're going to this new studio, like since it's like away from all this like corporate shit, like I can, I can do what I want. You can do what you want. Well, I would not. I would prefer no further questions, Your Honor. You heard it here first. I can do whatever I want. Within the, I don't even know. I'll just leave it there. And no, be- there's still a landlord. There's still a lease, and you have to be able to adhere to the covenants. When's of the that last lease. time you? When's there, the last time we, you- we're also sharing that space with two other businesses. Allegedly, and those two other businesses have associates and they have customers and clients. Oh. So, John, no, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not going to be doing things. That, that maybe you only ha- see happen at the Red Light District in Amsterdam uh, in the new studio. Okay. I'm sorry about your luck. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Hey, how about uh, Dr. Christie brought down the house? Crushed it. Absolutely crushed it. She was our January special guest. We we it's funny. We call them TLOP exclusive, but mm-hmm. it's exclusive to anyone within the TLOP circle, the TLOP vicinity. Like, <laughs> Like, if you listen to the show, you're a T-Lopper. If you follow us on Instagram or you follow us on LinkedIn or Facebook, you're a T-Lopper. You might not be a paying member to be a part of our community, but you are a T-Lopper mm-hmm. because you tune in. So something that we do every month, and we started this about four months ago. We're going to do it every month going forward, especially now that we're in 2024, is yes, we do our seven coaching slash training calls with our paying community members, but we do one call per month where it's just wide open and that's when i bring on a guest from the outside well this month's guest was dr christy mcmullen she was actually a guest on the podcast Mm -hmm. a few weeks back but she absolutely crushed it teaching our community those t-loppers how to suck less in their presentations and presentations could be standing in front of a room of 200 a presentation could be doing a one-on-one and in february to stick with the same thing we're going to have Coach Kyle Draper come on, mm. and Kyle's going to be the TLOP exclusive, which I always think it's funny we call it exclusive because how exclusive is it? It's wide the freak open. What's exclusive are the two calls with me per month and the five calls with our faculty per month because that's exclusive in terms of, like, if you're not a paying member, you're not going to have access to these trainings, and you're not going to have access to these coaching calls. But nonetheless, we call them TLOP exclusive, so here we go. Today's episode is going to be actually, in a way, 
inspired by Dr. Christy McMullen mm. because she got me thinking, you know, I do some speaking here and there. I'm not bad at the whole stand in front of a room and present. I know what could make you better, some scratch and sniff stickers. Uh, I, you are 100% correct. You know I forgot I know. my scratch and sniff stickers when I went up to Tulsa. I'm so bummed. <laughs> I'm hopefully going to take them with me to Tallahassee. That's my next event. Heading up to Tallahassee, Florida. Check, check this out. The day before I leave to go out to Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm heading out to Scottsdale, Arizona. So shout out to all of our Phoenix, Scottsdale, Glendale folks. Mm. Y'all, I'm coming in town for the Waste Management uh, Golf Tournament. Throw them a beer. Guys weekend. I'm planning on doing the golf tournament on Friday. I'm going to go hike Camelback on Saturday. Probably find my myself at the uh, Talking Stick Casino. Definitely find myself at some bars or some breweries. Maybe even a place if it has live music. You'll see me there. But how cool would this be? So I'm going to be speaking at the Tallahassee NBA. I believe that's a Wednesday, February 7th. Mm -hmm. Doing a morning thing for them. Then I'm going to drive back to Orlando. And that's not a quick, easy drive. It's like four hours. I'm going to drive back to Orlando. And then I'm going to fly out to Scottsdale. And then I'm thinking that afternoon how cool would it be to do like a pop-up t-lop mm. happy hour so like you know stay tuned um follow us on instagram follow us on facebook but probably the week of i'm going to pick a particular bar i'm telling y'all now i'm staying old town i'm staying in scottsdale so it's going to be around the old town area of scottsdale i'm gonna pick a bar restaurant and be like hey if you're a t-lopper and you want to come have a beer and hang out i'm going to be at xyz location from four to six i want to do more of those in 2024 okay so as we travel, as we speak, and as our calendars allow for it, I would love to be able to do that. So I'm going to do my first one on February 8th. But the next speaking gig is February 7th, which is the day before. And today's episode is inspired by these events. And also it's inspired by Dr. Christy McMullen. And I want to give my take on what I have learned over the past 15 years of whether it's speaking in front of a group of realtors, whether it's speaking at a sales conference, speaking in my branch meeting, or traveling the country and speaking in front of hundreds, sometimes for up to three or four hours, just things I've picked up along the way. And usually I didn't pick them up all on my own, right? I may have learned a thing or two from Renee Rodriguez. I may have learned a thing or two from Kai McBride or from Tom Ward. Those were three of my first coaches in the mortgage industry and in sales. I may have picked up a few things by watching YouTube videos or following Alex Ramosi on Instagram, or maybe I picked it up by reading books like, um, I think it's uh, Speak Like Churchill, Stand Like Lincoln. But more importantly, these are things I've learned just by doing, by giving over 500 presentations over the past 15 years. These are things that you could start with the basics and build upon them. So this may be a quick episode, but I wrote down some notes and I want to cover them because so much of sales is storytelling. So much of, of, of presenting is having that ability to tie down what you mean. So the audience has some form of a takeaway. And there's people tuning in that you may one day be asked to sit on a panel and who knows, it may be a TLOP event and we ask you to be a panelist because uh, you're yeah. a top producer. Yep. Even when you're a panelist, mastering the art of the tie down of the takeaway is very important to whether or not you're asked back to be a panelist. 
Right? When the moderator asks you a question, do you answer it in a manner that was one in which it inspired the audience, it educated the audience, and the audience was able to write down one or two actionable items that they now feel like they can go deploy and be more like you. When you are sitting in front of a real estate office and you're given the opportunity to, to pitch or present, whether you have three minutes or 53 minutes, what's your cadence? What is the real reason you're standing up there? Why should someone be listening to you? So that's what we're going to cover. You cool with that, John? Hell yeah. All right. Any, any part of today excite you? I mean, I used to give presentations like in college. Yeah. How'd that go for you? I always got pulled over to the side afterwards. And the chief said, Mr. Coleman, I need you to have a little bit more enthusiasm. And I need you to take off your backpack when you're presenting to the rest of the class. <laughs> Did you really keep your backpack yeah, on all There was a time, class? I shit you not. And when I went to Eckerd for that two and a half months, I, I fell asleep because I was so tired the night before, I fell asleep like on the desk, but and not in my chair, like I got up on the desk and just like put my, and just like fell asleep, like laying like a park bench. I was ratchet back in the day. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so my presentation skills like aren't on point. Okay, well I, I've seen you present. I can present like, you know, my presentation skills are good like at a bar in real life when I'm a couple of Negronis down. That's when I'm at the pinnacle of my storytelling, my storytelling prowess. But when I'm like sitting here sober, this shit is fucking painful. <laughs> well, then let then let let me let me educate yeah, you please, a little bit, please. young man. Thank yes, you. Stand let, up straight. Don't put your don't play with a pen. Get your hands out of your pockets. Well, yeah, and that's honestly when yeah. you go to a amplify mm -hmm. uh, event or I call it an experience that mm -hmm. Renee Rodriguez offers. I mean, those are things that he teaches you how to keep your hands in the box. What's the box between your belt and your shoulders? and how not to fidget and you know for me i have a video you put up on youtube it's actually a pretty cool keynote that i did but man did i make love to that water bottle that day it was your pacifier that, that water bottle was like my snuggie <laughs> yeah. um but uh, yeah no we're not going to get into that per se okay, good. as much as just these are the basics mm -hmm. like just let's start here before we start thinking about visual aids and how to make eye contact in the room and how to make sure that you're working all sides of the room and like Look, that's like next level shit. We're not doing next level shit. Okay. We're, we're going very basic. Okay, cool. Very basic because I think basic applies to most of us. Right. Because most of us present one-on-one. -on -one. Most of us present sometimes with our social media post. Most of us present when we're teaching or training our new loan partner. We're teaching or training this rookie LO that is now going to fall underneath our leadership. Right? These are what I mean, like the, the basics of, of presenting. It very much starts one-on-one -on -one before it becomes one-on-many. But you'll build on this to maybe one day be able to command a stage with a thousand people in the audience. So the very first note that I have, and I have written down focus on the how. And here's the reason why I have focus on the how. Because all throughout life, all throughout our lives, as students or as instructors, we always want to talk about what to do. Here's what to do. All right, cool. But how do I do it? Here's what to do. Hmm. All right. But why is that important? Everybody wants to talk about the what. And I feel like the what is very much going wide. The what doesn't go deep. So it's very easy to see a talking head or to pick up a book or watch a YouTube video or to, to stand uh, in the back of a room while someone else is presenting and all they want to talk about is the what. And maybe the what is all that they know. But I'm going to tell you, if you want to be really good 
at teaching, coaching, presenting, you have to focus on the how. People want to be taught how to do things, not what to do. For the most part, we know what to do, but we don't know how to do it. That's why we're listening. People need to be given why. Why does this matter? Why should I listen to you? Why is this important? So anytime that you're looking to speak, coach, teach, or train, I'm going to ask you to focus on the how and give them a why. You will start with the what. You very much are going to start your, again, class, your seminar, your training, whatever it is that you're doing with, all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here's what I'm going to be teaching you today. I'm still a fan from a structure standpoint of tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, then tell them again, and then tell them what you told them. Oh yeah, that's like, that is a great way to structure. Whether you have 15 minutes, five minutes, or 50 minutes, that's a great way to structure and keep a, a decent story arc to what it is that you're presenting, coaching, teaching, etc. But you very well will start with the what, because the what's just surface level. It's very basic. Here's what we're going to be doing. Then get into the why. Here's why I'm the teacher. You're the teacher because you, A, have access to something that they don't have. Maybe, hopefully, maybe, hopefully, <laughs> maybe or hopefully, it's because you have dominated this. You have mastered this. You have had success with whatever it is, the what that you're teaching. You know, the why. Why am I here? I'm here because I did X, Y, and Z. And because I did X, Y, or Z, I made half a million dollars in my third year. Whatever the case may be. Because I did X, Y, or Z, I won this award. I was recognized by this institution of being great at what we do for a living. But the why also has to be, why is it important to them? Why should they listen? Right? What I'm going to talk about to you with you today is X. And the reason why I'm speaking about it is drop your credentials. Talk about your experience. Tell a freaking story, by the way. Tell a story. People learn through storytelling. People also become engaged with storytelling. Start using characters. Even if they're not the real people's names, use characters because now I'm intrigued. Now all of a sudden this is went from a boring lecture to now I'm listening to a really cool radio program or a Netflix special because you're using storytelling to get your points across. So the 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 the, the why when you get into the why is very much why is this important to you? How do you know this works? Well, the, that's a why. How do I know this works? Well, why? Because I've done this. Because I know people have done it. So many times when I when I present, I may have not had success with it. But you know what I have, John? That other people don't have a podcast. You know what my podcast allows me to do? Talk to people from coast to coast, Spokane to Key West, and everywhere in between. And I become friends with these people. So a lot of times I may present and teach and I can't tell a me story because I don't have a me story, but I have a we story. Like, let me tell you about my friend, Matt in Maryland. Let me tell you about my friend, Kayla in California. Let me talk about my friend, Denise in Dallas. And all of a sudden I can use their experiences and their successes as my why you need to listen, why I know this works. So we start with the what, then we get into the why, but then where you dominate or where you lose is in your ability to start to, to structure and teach the how. Here's, and here's how you do it. Here's how you too 
can do what they did. Here's how you, here's how you too can do what I did and make it a step-by-step process and make things very tangible so that they can write it down. And then if they just deployed it, whatever it is, if they just deployed what you tell them to do and they do it with consistency, they are going to be better because of it. And it's that simple. So to paraphrase, we start by, by stating the what. We talk about why you know this works, why it's important that they listen to you, and then more importantly, you then get into the how. Give them actionable items. We call those things takeaways or tie-downs. So a tip that I would have is when you're mastering the takeaway or the tie-down, is this something that they would write down? Sometimes you have to tell them, hey, by the way, write this down. As a presenter, as a coach, as a teacher, hey, go ahead and write this down. This is important. And then finally, you may very well have to explain, and this is what that means to you. Think about that. When, 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 when you're telling someone, write this down, write this down because, and then explain to them why, that, why they have to do that. What does that mean to them? Hey, John, I need you to write this down. Go ahead and write it down. The reason I'm asking you to write this down is because you can't forget these three steps. Tomorrow, when you come into the office, you're going to follow those three steps in the same order I gave them to you, and you're going to repeat it every single week for the next 13 weeks. And when you do, what you'll realize is that you have now increased your conversion ratio from 15 to 18, and by doing so, you closed one extra loan, which meant you made $3,000 extra money. So I gave them a how. I told them, I gave them the, the, the tie down or the takeaway. This is why this is important. Write this down. And then what happens if you do? If you do, you will get X, Y, and Z. By the way, y'all, when I listen to the experts in social media content creation, same things apply, right? You have to be able to state up front, this is the hook. You know, here's what I'm going to teach you. Here's why I and worth listening to. Here's why it's important you listen. Here's how you execute. And if you do, this will be your result. When you're coaching, when you're teaching, when you're presenting, you start with the what, you then cover the whys, you give them the hows, and while giving them the hows, make sure that they are tangible and actionable so that you have tie downs and takeaways. A tie down and takeaway, those are the notes that they're gonna write down, they're gonna stick with them forever. They might not remember how you kicked off the presentation. They may be like, oh yeah, I remember that presentation. I liked it. Why'd they like it? Maybe you kicked it off with a joke or a personal story. But I can remember that joke or that personal story, but they'll remember those couple actionable items, those tie downs or those takeaways. And then here is something every one of you, including me, has to remember. Less is more. Less is more. Go deeper, not wider. If there are seven topics that you could cover. And if all seven would make them a better person, you have to ask yourself, is it reasonable that they could, they meaning the audience, that they could learn, put into use all seven? Most of us, we can't two to three, two to three. So if there are two to three, pick your favorite two to three and just teach them and teach them really well, really thorough with lots of tie downs and takeaways. If you must teach all seven, Make sure you tell the audience up front and at the end, I'm going to teach you all seven, but I don't want you going home with notes to deploy all seven of these strategies. I want you to pick your favorite two or three, 
I want you to have one or two tie downs or takeaways or actionable items that you're going to actually deploy with consistency in your day-to-day life, in your day-to-day work routine. And do not come back to the other notes until you've dominated those two or three. But what I've found is I try not to give all seven. I want to pick my favorite three and teach those, those favorite three. Maybe at the end of my presentation, if I felt the need to let the audience know that I'm smarter than what I let them on to, to believe today, because I only shared three and there's really seven, I may say, and by the way, there are four other proven strategies that we didn't get a chance to get to. If you would ever like to discuss those and then give them an alternative, check out my YouTube uh, channel, link up with me on LinkedIn and, and we can put together a, a follow-up call or I'll get these notes to your manager and then your manager can disseminate them to, to me or join my coaching program, whatever the case may be. But I find that too many times it's overkill. Like your slides, minimal slides, just enough to become impactful. Your slides should have minimal words and minimal pictures on them, just enough to be impactful. And do not try to throw too many ideas in one presentation and one and in, in one coaching. I mean, when, when I coach loan officers, three, three, we have an hour together and I pick three topics. I have 17, Thousand. but they can't learn 17 right. and we can't discuss 17 in detail on a one hour call. I can discuss three because I also need, need to leave room and leave opportunity for Q and a. So I would suggest the same exact thing. But I'm going to summarize and ask you to write this down. Your big takeaway is the how. That's what I want to get across today. Where most people fail in coaching, teaching, presenting is they don't ever talk about the how. They get stuck on the what. And most of us know what to do. We don't know how to do it or we don't know why it's important that we do it. So you need to focus on the how, make sure you explain the why, the what is almost the given. Tie downs and takeaways, less is more. Implement that into your next one-on-one with a real estate agent, your next branch meeting that you may conduct, the next time you have to onboard and train a junior associate, or if you start coaching your, your own teammates on Betterment, focus on those core five or six tenets, and I promise you, you will be better because of it. Well said, Dustin. I just made you a better person, John Coleman, didn't I? Well, I didn't write down what you told me to write down, so I'm definitely going to forget that shit. The good news is, John, we see each other almost every day. Mm -hmm. So all you have to do is wind me up and let me go. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, well, luckily, I'm not on the tour circuit giving presenting speeches. And not yet, but the people are asking. They were yeah. wanting to know where's John Coleman. Yeah, they don't. My, my fee is way too high for that. Is it? Yes, but don't worry. This year, people, I might make some like a hidden appearance. Like, where's Waldo? Like, is that JC? Holy shit! Yeah, and then gone. Where? Sit, sit in the back room with your yeah, backpack yeah, yeah. on. What's that smell? Like Dora. Okay. Hey, why does John have his backpack on? <laughs> Does John always travel with his suitcase? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some weird issues, yeah. abandonment issues. He never knows when, when he's going to have to go. Yeah, I don't check that shit. That's why I don't have anybody clean my room in hotels. Yeah. 
I make Lots up my own. I make up my own bed in hotel rooms. Lots of quirks. I don't there, need John. those strangers in my room touching my shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey. On that note. Yes. His name is John Coleman. My name is Dustin Owen. Our show is called The Loan Officer Podcast. If you like what we're doing, please do not keep us a secret. Share us not once, not twice, but with three of your friends, family, coworkers, mm-hmm. and or neighbors. Follow us on LinkedIn, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. We are at The Loan Officer Podcast. If you want to follow me individually, a great way to do so is on LinkedIn. First name, Dustin. Last name, Owen. He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. That is all the time we have for you today. But we do look forward to catching you on the next episode. Peace.